Welcome to Comic Picks by the Glick, and here is your host, Jason Glick, the man, the legend, the myth. Everything that you've read about is true. And here he is. That's it. I'm, I'm almost embarrassed by that, but, th- but thanks for the, the, uh, your enthusiasm was thoroughly palpable, John. I wanted to at least sound somewhat <laughs> convincing instead of comic fix by the book. Here it is. <laughs> oh, that's that, that's beautiful. Yeah. So, all right. So, like, this is this is one of those rare times when I actually um like promised the uh, the title of this week, the subject of this week's podcast on my on last week's one, and that hasn't changed because this week I'm talking about the uh, it's like. Um, Twin Speak a Manga by um, Ko Yaginuma. Now you're gonna pay your debt right now. Yes, because you I'm really. You are gonna pay. <laughs> yes, that is abs- that's absolutely true, and also the fact that you know it's like really it's like this whole podcast is uh, is and it's, it's essentially like um, John's fault. It is because. Yes, it is because um, years ago, um, John John showed me the fan subs of the uh, of the Twin Speak anime at his place. That's right. I remember it was a that was a long time ago. It's still, I don't think they ever found a licensor for that anime. Actually, here in the states, that is. No, no, they did not. It, no, it's one of those. It's one of those lost titles, like, uh, like say, like Deno Coil, that I'm never, see that I'm never that I'm never found a proper licensor. Of course, it also came during the uh, the downtime oh. of. Um, of licensing, basically, it's like if it had come out, like say two or, e- or even three years earlier, it's like it pro- um some like industrious uh, like um group or like a niche who specializes in niche um titles, like say um, Media Blasters, or even like say no- Nozomi Entertainment, or maybe even Funimation when they were like you know supporting like um like odd like oddball titles like a um, Mushishi and Requiem from the Darkness, um they could have found found a place for it, but. No, they didn't, and the main reason for that is because it's really, it's basically, it's basically the story of these um of these kids who are enrolled in a in a pro in a like a, in a high school program to, to become astronauts, and um and I like I said I when I first saw the anime I thought you know that sounds like a really cool idea it's like you know just like putting kids in the role role of astronauts and having them taking showing the training they would go through to to achieve that goal, and yeah you know, I remember the first couple episodes I watched at your place you know like I. Like I was, I was impressed. I was like enough to, and also recommended to um our, to um the anime club I was a part of at the time, and we and we eventually showed all of it. Now, yeah, it's like um it didn't quite really live up to its promise, mainly because it se- uh, as the series went on, like it actually had an abbreviated run, about twenty episodes, and um it wound up just uh, you know focusing more on these. On this, these, the backstory of um, main character Asumi Kamagawa and her her time as a kid and how she got to know the, the ghost Mister Lion and and whatnot. Just you know, they got bogged down in like the back backstory of her as a kid, which wasn't as interesting as you know seeing her become an astronaut. And um, I assume that the the manga takes a different direction. Okay, it on some level it does, but one okay one thing I I want to get out of the way. Um, like first, because because like I said I've used um, the Twin Speaker manga as um, as a, a whipping boy, so to speak, when it comes to like you know addressing like you know the amount of science fiction the amount of science in order to tell a science fiction story. Um, this series has proved as like I've like I've talked about before like you know I like when they're talking about 
like sending kids into space. I mean, I like I was thinking like it was a story filled with like you know putting kids in like in a adults in adults positions to just like, show like what you know what kind of what kind of training what kind of tech is needed in order to um get get them to space. And I and it's like I, I was just annoyed by the fact that just like that um that Yaginuma in the manga just seemed to keep keep dodging um the tech the tech aspect. Just you know it's like he's yeah, it's like he's telling us, like basically, he's telling this story about like, the the site. This some um, story is like a deep with a root in science fiction, but he's not actually providing any actual science to back it up, and that just drove me fucking nuts. I mean, like for years, I, mean, I just kind of series is named Twin Speaker. That's not an accident. Yeah, I mean, it's, yeah, it's like That's a, the name it's, of a binary star system for those. Yeah, it's it, it's not Alpha Centauri, but it's one of the closest ones, uh, like to the Earth, right? Um, it. Uh, fairly close. I believe that it's in the handle of the Big Dipper and watch some of our uh, listeners actually correct us on the podcast comments. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I don't remember and well, I don't you... care to look it up on Wikipedia right now. Well, I can still count the comments we've received on the po- on um, on one hand so I don't think we've got any worries there. Still, that being said, we've got um, like I said, I've used this before as a, like, as a, I've used as this series before, like in concert with um, Pluto, is basically like example of a series that you know they need, need, needed more science to you know be truly involving. Like I like I'd like I'd still love to see like a uh, a creator with a in in hard science, like say Amura, um, Hiroki Endo of Eden. It's an endless world, or even um, say um, say Warren Ellis if he wanted to like um, do his own. Do, a, do like a creator own series with with image or someone about you know like um like kids um tr- trying to be astronauts. I think that'd be an interesting read as well. However, like in rereading the entire series, and also I'm mean, specifically rereading um like the concluding two volumes of this series, I I ultimately have to admit that. This that my my judgment on this series was was ultimately in, incorrect. You know, it's like it as much as I would love to hold the series um lack lack of actual science in it against it. It's like as the series has gone as the series has been been told. It's it's um Yaginuma has made has made it abundantly clear not not explicitly but just in his approach to the series that this is that his story is not. Is emphatically one, not one of hard science. More than anything else, it is it is a story. It is basically a high, like a high school story. You know, uh, it's it to be honest, it has more in common with say um, Azumanga Daioh than than Planetus, despite its like despite its despite its um, like despite the aims of its of its characters' aims to be be astronauts. The ast- I mean the ast- the astronaut angle helps set it apart and. The man does deliver on it as like as things go on, but we are not dealing with with what with the hard science fiction story. It is not trying to be that, and ultimately, it's like I am not. It's like I I was wrong and try to hold it to um, to um, to basically my own standards when basically the book is not trying is not trying to be that kind that kind of story. So, like I said, I regret. I regret that. I regret using it as as a whipping boy for reasons that are ultimately unfounded. It's like in, like in the wake of the series conclusion, and and over its overall execution because you know even like I said, man man ha- may have no facility for like you know hard science, but he is 
extremely he, he's extremely good at um, developing his developing his characters over the course course of the series because like I said the main character Sumi, Sumi Kamagawa she is let's see she, let's see she is a, a, a tiny uh, she's a very short girl but who but um her dream like for, for like uh, basically ever since we've been ever introduced to her introduced to her as a kid has been to be a rocket driver and this is this comes in the wake of the fact that she was that she was one year old when um when Japan's first first manned rocket the Lion um was launched and then crashed in the town of U- Uigahama. It's it's an unimaginable story is rooted in unimaginable tra- tragedy, but um she but Sumi still but even though Sumi um eventually lost her mother, it's like to this thing and her dad was part of the um was part of the crew that was part of the team that launched the Lion. Like she she still ha- she still has her dream, and um the series is devoted devoted to seeing it through, and. It's like, and over the course of the series, we understand, we get to see that it's, it really is like you know, like, like a standard high high school tale of that character of meeting meeting true true friends, just her, well, getting getting to know her um, childhood friend um, Fuchuya bet better meeting um, like the bot the bossy and out outgoing K, um, the quiet quiet and withdrawn um, Monica who has a um, secret that is actually rooted in in hard science, and the uh, and the casual and easy easygoing Shu who is the uh, Son of a, uh, of a of a politician who opposed the space program, but um, but defies his father's father's wishes in both uh, dyeing his hair, shaving his eyebrows, and going to be and trying to become an ast- astronaut himself. The core relationship between the these five characters so it is like forms the heart of, heart of the series through through most of it, and more, and I say more than anything else, it even though it's like it's, it's a high story of high of of them go, of of the growth people um, go through through high school, it's also a tale of you know just like of of um, the amount of of um, the amount of work de- um, necessary to to achieving your dreams because like as like me like because being being an astronaut isn't something you can you can properly half ass like no you have to no, you, this thing you have to commit to like from the very very beginning you've got like we've as it's like. When we're introduced to Sumi, I mean, we find she's got her um, astronaut ghost buddy, and I'll get get into talking about his issues later on. But and as and uh, he he's helping train her and telling her what she needs to do. Like she's she she's training from like the age of the age of five or six. She's getting and um just she she's run, running running each day, climbing like climbing stairs. We get to see her, it's like and then she continues to like continues to run as the uh, as the series goes on and it's. And also, as the uh, as the school develops its its uh, methods of training the uh, the ast- it, this would be astronauts. Now, the training uh, now with the training they've got here, it's like like I said, this I was looking at this and thinking, yo, there's no actual science to this. This is like then you're putting people in a uh, like on a fake rocket, and I'm asking them to commit to um like set up a set up a row of dominoes in order to. Uh, so in order to prove their worthiness as ast- astronauts, now I could buy this at the beginning, but then you got um, like subsequent tests, which basically have them, you know, being uh, dropped in a uh, in a wilderness and trying to find their way to a to a point, um, and then uh, having to break themselves out of a uh, see, out of a prison. It's like I mean, you're certainly like, okay. Well, he's he's kind of lost. He's man's kind of lost himself. I mean, like, what what is he actually trying? To, what is actually is he trying to accomplish here? But then. Well, on one hand, like you, we do see them, 
undergoing actual um, ast- astronaut style tests, like such as um, like um, like um, fake zero g training in the it's like in a it's like in a water it's like in a in a giant pool as they fix um so, try to fix uh, solar panels against robots. They even go go through a um, vomit comet type experience and and like I said in retrospect like all the uh, all like the, the, the uh, like the real world stuff, you know, it's like I just get, you just kind of wonder like, well, you know, I'm just like I'm not really real versed in what would in what qualifies as an astronaut. I mean, I've, I've heard of the vomit comet, and um, and like those those pool tests um are, are also familiar as well. But then, but also the uh, the other tests are meant meant to undergo also have are also designed to test their the resilience in non-standard situations. I mean, the uh, very last test they go through um was particularly inspired because it's essentially their own um, Kobayashi Maru test. Like, basically, you are designed, you are going to fail this test, but, um, our, but our goal here is just basically to, to, tell you, to find out your, um, your upper limits um, when, you are pushed to, when you are pushed to the, um, to the absolute limits, limits of your endurance and, and willpower. So, ultimately, it's like all of his tests, all the tests make sense, and um, it's, it's like, and it's still, it's like, you know, and, you know, it's like, even though we, we don't have any, like, official, like, you know, high, kids trained to be astronauts, high schools, like, in the real world, or, you know, at least none that I'm aware of, it's like, it's still, like, it ultimately, the testing and work they go through still comes off as, as, as fairly convincing, and what really makes a series work, as I, as I said before, is just basically, that shows you the, um, the insane amount of work that these characters have to commit to in order to to achieve their dreams. It's like just just seeing them like you know seeing us we have to work work part work part time jobs. It's like work um it's like stud like like study all study all of, all these sub all these subjects and um just you know take on like stresses like far beyond like that what anything that I ever endured as a as a band as a member of the band in high high school just to give a very weak and minor example. It's like it shows you. It's a series that really prides itself on the value value of hard work and the, and and the insane amount of dedication that. I mean, it's like you don't have to. I mean, like on one hand, you don't have to just demonstrate like like a can-do spirit. You need to actually put forth put forth a goddamn effort in order to making sure that you get to get to achieve your dreams. And even then, it's like there's going to be sacrifices. I mean, you will have to leave your friends behind. You may not necessarily be competing. Against Against them, but um, there are, there does come a point when you will have to um, like focus on focus on what you can do versus what versus what they versus what they're what they're able to do by by themselves, and even when um when tragedy strikes, because as it does, like over the course uh, like in one particular in one particular instance at the end of volume volume ten, we find out that one of the main cast members. Um, has has come to what is best described as tra- tragic hero or heroine syndrome. Now, okay, now I just, now just want to go into men and what I mean by that. And that's one of the ser- that's one of the series we we it would be one of the series weaknesses if it didn't actually lead to a um, very satisfying emotional payoff um, over the, like, to, to the end of the series. Because see, I may have mentioned this before, but um, Monica, her deep se- dark secret is that. Is that she's a clone, and um, that's um, essentially one of the. Uh, and like I said, it's I may have touched on this before in a previous podcast, but 
you know, it's like I'm not going to harp on it on scientific accuracy right now, but um, Yagi Numa actually uses um, the fact that um, her father, a, a pharmaceutical, a giant in the pharmaceutical industry, has basically tr- um, created her in the hopes of trying to get his daughter back. But then, as she as she grows, as she wants to uh, pursue, pursues her own dream of being an astronaut, like she like like she 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 self determinates into her own person, and her father like eventually has eventually recognizes that you know I'm I'm not getting um. I'm not going to get my daughter back. That's that is not going to happen. But really, it's like this, like this girl that um, I've I've brought into, I, I that I brought into this world in order to help try and replace her. She is really her own person, and I have have to respect that. It's, it's it's truly one of the most moving moments of the of the concluding volume. And like I said, even though like I said, and it's and it, it shows you that you know it's like it's that I'm um, new with skill at create creating characters and emotional connections that last throughout throughout the series. Like I said, even when I was like, you know what, my most like like annoyed at the series when I was when I was going on about, you know, just like, oh, there's no science in this, blah blah blah. It's like, you know, it's like I could I was still invested in the characters and that's that's why that's why I still kept reading. However, reading through this rereading this series has also um given me something else to be annoyed about. And that's the nature of Asumi's um, ghost, um, social ghost friend companion. Um, Mr. Lion is the uh, is the ghost of one of the astronauts who died in the uh, in the crash of the ro- of the lion of the rocket the lion, and he basically um, appears to her initially to um, at the beginning the beginning of the series, and he goes on to help train her in the uh, it's like in um, in being being an astronaut, providing what could be described as you know absolutely critical training, like from from her like like from her young age to that allowed essentially allowed her to um, eventually um, eventually realize her dreams. Now, the thing is, like I've seen this seen his um, presence described as you know as a, as like a uh, as kind of like a psychosis or you know, it's like oh like a, a um, like just like a. Uh, and just let's left up to the audience to be interpreted by the audience, and that's that's really not the case here at all. The, um, Mr. Lion is an actual ghost. He does exist in the series. He actually interacts with the characters in in critical and not so critical ways. But um, he is, but he is an absolute, absolute presence here. And to be honest, like he can't, he is not like like a representation of a sumi psychosis. If if only for the fact that the series does not have a mean bone in its body. I mean, it's like, even when it's um, serving you up like unimaginable tragedy, it's still, in some cases, cases it still give, gives you like enough warning so that when it does strike, you, you realize that, you know, okay, I, I understand this, this is going to happen. And this is, this is how it had to be, but um, to have, but um, he's not, but, but I, but looking at his, like his presence in the series, he is emphatically not uh, a, uh, a, a a portion like a, a representation of a Sumi psychosis by by any means. The series, like I said, the series is not about that. But the problem is that his very presence, his training to her, all, all really does undermine the series' message about you know the value of hard work and um and your own self determination in order to achieve achieve your dreams. That's um, 
and like that, and that's that's disappointing. It's like it it's it makes almost makes the series um, skew much more much younger than it than its intended audience would. Because I mean, I mean, like I said, this is they're dealing with a bunch of high school characters here, and so you would intend to, you would intend that you would assume that it would be intended for this kind of audience. But really, you're going to it's going to um, appeal to much younger care much younger readers as well as um readers you know my age and um around. Around the and, and um, give or take a few years, who is able to um you know look past this kind of stuff and and um, recognize the series and recognize the series virtues for what what they are. It's like and also one thing. Well, Dagayuma is certainly a competent artist. He is his style is um certainly um makes makes characters look about say three or four years younger than they than they're intended to be because like I said, everyone's in high school, but they look like they're you know it's like they've just gotten out of gotten out of grade school that's that's the ding right there but um really it's like it's like i said uh, mr lion's presence you know it's like i can understand that you know he's he wants to like you know give have a sumi like have some sort of like a like a mentor character someone who helps help someone who helps like you know shape her role in like in going going to space but doing it this way just it like i said it, it ultimately doesn't work and well it's a i it's, I'm, I'm never. I was never able to fully buy in, buy into it by the end. So, but still, it's like the series is. Like I said, the series does have does have strong characters, has an incredibly positive message, and you know, it's like I. It's it's um, event, its resolution in the end is is truly heartwarming and a, and a great validation of its, it's like, of its themes. It's like ultimately, it's, ultimately, I enjoyed it. Some people like. They probably aren't going to be able to get get past certain certain elements of it, but it's still. But, but I think it's still like a great series, good series for, for young readers, and you know, old readers who don't you know, haven't become you no know, thoroughly thoroughly jaded cynics. Oh, one other thing I want to talk about, and I mentioned this on it's like on the blog um, about a year ago, is that um around let's see it's like oh yeah it was volume seven, um vertical this is published by vertical and um in it. And further proof of like um, how awesome these guys are. Um, apparently, the series you know wasn't quite selling to their like t- to the level they hoped, which you know on one level is a shame. But you know, rather than say you know take the dark horse route and just say yeah we'll publish another volume once once sales of the other of the previous ones pay for it, um, they decided to just okay we're just going to start publishing two volumes at a time, and it's like and. I said their commitment to bringing out the entire the entire series in this manner is is nothing short of admirable. Like these guys are my heroes for doing for doing such a thing, and um, it's like and they have my uh, they have my eternal gratitude for doing for for um for um completing things in this it's like in this manner. So like I said, vertical, you guys are awesome for that, and um, if you. And I, I, I certainly hope that your ne- that whatever you do next does sell, does sell like better that you don't have to do that. But still, like I kind of wish you guys were publishing Eden rather than Dark Horse, or maybe I don't because there were also there were several um punk- spelling errors like in each in over the course of these twelve volumes. Granted, I could probably count them on both hands, but still, ah, you guys are professionals. You should know better. <sighs> Absolutely. <laughs> yes. Well, we do um, admire their effort. 
trying to get this stuff out. But stuff. yeah, anyway. so like I, I I think it's it's yeah it's it's disappointing, but it's but it's it's a necessary compromise um, as opposed to you know not being able to read this series at all. And will that be it for tonight? Yes, that that will be yes, that will be it. So, like I said, I like the series, not for everyone, but still, but still, um, thoroughly entertaining on its on on its own merits. And like I said, it got me got me to change change my mind and admit I was wrong. So that's 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 more power to it right there. So are you gonna promise another series for next week? <laughs> uh, well, you know, it's like let me just say that if I don't write up my thoughts on Flashpoint, um, by in two weeks, then you can expect to read my thoughts. Then I'll then I'll certainly talk about that here. But um, but in but uh, aside from that, well, it's like let's just we'll see if something else, if something more compelling doesn't present itself in, um in between then. All right. Well, until then, I guess that'll be it for tonight, and uh, we're signing off. I'll talk okay. to you. Or we'll talk to you later. All right. Night, everyone. All right. Good night. Bye. <laughs>